This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. Hey, look, I love creating more wealth and more success in my life. There's, it, it, it is, it's a fulfilling feeling when you wake up and you do something you love and you make a difference in somebody's life and you help other people raise the quality of their life and improve the conditions in their life and you help them get into alignment and you see like radical change happening in in the lives of the people that you're working with and at the same time your your bank account is is being positively impacted as well that's it's a lot of fun this this whole success and and wealth game man it's a it's a ball it's a hoot it's uh it's very fulfilling and very rewarding when you when you do it right. So, and and I, I do I did say when you do it right, because there's a time where I was like, we were making a lot of money and I was doing, you know, we were doing really well financially. And I would say that I was successful in worldly terms, but re- in reality, like for, I was dying from the inside out. I mean, I, th- there was nothing good in my life except my bank account. And we thought we had like life figured out, like we were crushing life, even though our marriage was in absolute uh, shambles and we were like fighting and like threatening divorce all the time. And we were physically, mentally, emotionally abusing each other on a daily basis where our home environment was complete destruction. And I hated my job. I hated where I was going to work and I hated what I was doing. I, I just, there's my health, I was 300 pounds. I, I was drinking at ridiculous levels. Like there was nothing good in my life except my my bank account kept increasing and and man I thought I was crushing it we thought we were crushing it and really we it was just a complete disaster and and in 2016 we we hit the reset right if you listen to this podcast you've heard this before we hit the reset we started to try to figure out like okay that's not working none of that shit's working let's let's build this from the ground up and we literally hit a reset on our entire life and in in our choose your destiny uh, intensive workshops got one coming up in on November 18th and 19th in right outside of St. Louis, Missouri, and another on January 27th and 28th in 2024 in the same place right outside of St. Louis. If you're interested in learning how to how to reset everything in your life, or how to how to transform your life, or even how to get from here to there, or how to increase your wealth, or 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 how to positively impact more people, or how about transition from a corporate career into into an entrepreneurial career if you're interested in anything where there's there you're looking to upgrade the circumstances in your life like jump on my website innerwealthglobal.com forward slash choose your destiny and and come join us we i'd love to see you there i I teach people how to do what i've what i did and what we did in our lives but i in worldly terms, we were successful because I had a big title. I had hundreds of people that worked for me. I had a really, really nice salary and got nice bonuses. Uh, 
and we we had some money but the point being is when you hate like everything about life it what that, none of that shit makes sense none of it makes sense like the money is not worth the like r- r- your lack of happiness and your lack of freedom and your like you hate doing anything in your life it, it it's like that payoff is not worth it but when when i hit the reset i i, I think it what what i really wanted was i wanted to be able to wake up and enjoy every second of every day that i live and that is the life that i chose to design and when i designed that life i i began creating that life and it sounds daunting, but it really is a lot easier than you think. You just got to be willing to give up things that aren't in alignment with your new new direction and your new vision and connect with things that are in alignment with your new vision and your new direction. And over time, when you stay committed to the things that serve your your greater alignment, your greater purpose, your, your life starts to blossom and take shape. And like this life is pretty magical. Life wants for you what you want for yourself. So all you got to do is decide and then you'll start to see the circumstances in your life shift around your new decision. Anyway, one of the things that I, I decided is I, I'm never going to like <laughs> I'm never going to sign up to do shit that I hate ever again. And and when if you when you listen to the introduction to this podcast, the very one of the last I think it is the last line of the intro says I choose to have s- success without the stress. So. That's what this episode is about. It's about stress. Now, the human body is not designed and not equipped to be under constant stress and be healthy and remain healthy. Now, stress is useful because what stress is is for, it is for those fight or flight situations where something is threatening you where there is imminent danger your body is naturally wired to to go into a fear response to get you out of dodge and to get you into a place where you're safe to to throw adrenaline and cortisol and a whole bunch of stress hormones into your system so that you have increased levels of energy and you have increased levels of of vitality and increased levels of awareness so that you can and and you go on like on hyper alert so that you can like escape or you can you can get out of the the, the dangerous environment and get into a a more peaceful healthy safe environment so stress is the thing that helps you do that. So stress is useful, but it's not meant to be a normal condition in your life. And in those first 43 years of my life, it was nothing but stress. It's like the stress turned on when I was a, a, a child and it never turned off until like <laughs> I understood what was happening in my mind and my body that I was always in this hyper-vigilant state, this hyper-awareness state, this hyper-aggressive state, this scared state, and I was just running and running and running, and, and I wasn't getting anywhere. It's making a lot of money, but I wasn't getting anywhere. I wasn't. It was almost like that. there was a promise that at some point that stress would turn off, and that that's not how life works. Life doesn't... You don't get to a, a place, and then the stress turns off like forever. You must choose to allow the stress to turn off. And that's what mindfulness is about. 
And that's what the East figured out a long time ago with, with mindfulness and with higher states of consciousness and higher states of, of awareness, spiritual evolution, right? So there's wealth and success and it's creating that, but also you can, you can evolve as a human being along the way to the state there where you don't, you don't need the stress to create success. So that's what this episode is about. It's about creating success without the stress. But I'll, I want to tell you, I want to tell you a story. So this just happened yesterday and I'm going to paint a picture. So in my backyard, I've got a fence, right? We've got a couple dogs. So I've got a fence, fenced yard, pretty much a privacy fence. Uh, and, and I've got, I've got three trees and I got three, they're called balding cypress trees and, and they're in my backyard. And, and if you, if you look, if you know what a balding cypress tree is, it looks like a pine, pine tree, like an evergreen tree that where, you know, there's needles, there, there's no leaves, there's needles. And it looks like this thing should stay green all year round. And it doesn't in the fall, right around now, the needles all turn brown and, and they, they all drop. And then in the spring, new new needles are born on this tree, and they they stay there the entire summer until they turn brown in the fall and they drop. So these these needles drop into my yard, and my dogs go out into the yard and run through these needles. And they're Cavalier King Charles Spaniels, so they've got a lot of hair on them. And when when they go out. They just get these needles all stuck in their in their freaking hair and their fur and just just a mess. So I've got to I got to keep the yard when these needles start to fall. I've got to constantly rake this yard. And it's actually something I kind of enjoy. But I got to rake the yard and then I burn. I have a fire pit, so I burn these these needles. Well, in the spring, when the needles are are being born, so the branches, the bottom branches. Oh, every year for 10 years now, we've lived here almost 11 years, but for 10 years, the, the, the bottom layer of, of uh, branches get a little heavier and they start to sag. And I, I cut down these branches so that like when I'm mowing or when I'm in my backyard or when I'm walking around my backyard, like I, I don't have to duck the trees. So I keep them like, like maybe seven feet because I'm six foot tall. So I, I cut down these branches and I put these branches in the corner of my yard. In the, in the far left corner of my yard, in the fenced area. And right around, in the fall, what I do, they so that's, that happens in the summer, and they turn brown, they die. And in the fall, I burn them. I put them in my fire pit, and I burn them. Now, what happens usually? Like when I moved to the Midwest, it, uh, our neighbors taught us how to be Midwesterners. So what you do is when you want to start a fire, you put a bunch of wood in there, you, you put gasoline over top. The, uh, don't, don't do this. I don't recommend this to anybody. Like you put gasoline on the wood and you, you, you burn it, you, you start it and it, it just takes off and it just gets, it ex like almost explodes. That's, that's like, I guess that when I was taught how to be a Midwesterner, that's what they said. No, you don't take like half an hour to start a fire. You start it in like 30 seconds or less. Anyway, the point being is it was a way to rush to get the fire lit. And what I would do is I would pour gasoline over the fire, over the wood, some some of the the old wood that was in the in, in the fire pit. And I would I would burn the the, the wood that was in there or put gasoline and, and, and light that it would go up in flames. Then I would walk over 
and I'd, I'd start to walk and grab the twigs, these, these branches, and I would put them over the fire pit. And the fire pit's only about, what, four, three or four feet wide, like in diameter. So I would put these, these branches over top of it and set them on top, and then it would burn the branches, but the outside would fall out of the fire pit and I'd have the fire going really, really heavy and really, really hard. You know, the fire was just lit crazy and it was, it was a mess. And a lot of times the branches would be on fire and they'd fall out of the pit because I'd just set them on top. And, and then I'd, I'd, you know, clean them up. I'd put them inside. And when, you know, I, I wasn't very smart when I, I, I planted my, planned out the uh, fire pit because there's a there's a little bit of a tree right over top of it so it, it would it would burn so high that you know it would it would start to like really kill the the the, the leaves and the, the needles on the tree above and it was just a freaking mess so because i needed to rush because i was trying to hurry because i was trying to to finish this activity like fast i would i would burn more than the fire pit could handle it would get out of the fire pit and burn the grass around the fire pit. It would burn the tree up top. And I would I would lose at, because I was trying to carry so much from the fence into the fire pit. I would make a mess between the, the, the fence and the fire pit. And all of this, all of this, it was messy. It was just a messy, messy process. And yesterday, when I started doing this, I, I, I started doing the same thing. Put a little gasoline on the fire. I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. Don't do that. Don't be me. I would put a little gas. I put a little, a little gasoline just to get it started. And I started a fire and I started walking back and forth and I started grabbing big piles of these, these branches to put them on the fire pit. And I started making a mess and I started seeing the mess I was making. And I, then I started thinking to myself, I had this thought, this insight. It said, why are you rushing? What's the hurry? Why are you going so fast? Because in reality, it was in the morning. It was about 7.30 in the morning. And I was, I was under my gazebo on my back deck. I was sitting on the couch under my gazebo. And I got up. I went over to the pile and started this, started this process of burning the branches. And my whole plan was after I was finished, I was going to go sit back down under my gazebo on my couch. And return to exactly to doing what I was doing before, which was nothing, just contemplating, meditating, having my morning mindfulness time with my cup of coffee. And I was trying to hurry through this process, and I couldn't come up with a good reason why I was in such a rush to get through this process. But for whatever reason, I was trying to walk as fast as I could between between the, the wood pile and the fire pit. And I was going back and forth so fast, but I had nowhere to get to quickly. But I was in a rush. And, and I, I started the process making a freaking mess like I normally do every year. And, and when I had this insight that there was nowhere to get to in a hurry, and that I was, I was rushing for no reason whatsoever, I slowed down. And I slowed down my pace. And I started grabbing smaller piles. And I started breaking the piles up or breaking the, the, the branches, breaking the, the, the wood down into smaller pieces. And I began setting it on the fire so it, it didn't make a mess outside of the fire. And I, instead of 
instead of needing five paths to walk back and forth, five traveling paths back and forth. I, I probably did 12, but I slowed down and I enjoyed each step that I was taking. And I brought myself to a state of, of joy and happiness and peace, realizing there was nowhere to get to and there was no need, no need to rush, no reason to rush. But for whatever reason, it's almost like my body and my mind are naturally wired to be impatient and to rush and to try to hurry up and get somewhere. Like, like I've got to run through life to get somewhere. And then when I get there, I, I run through life to get somewhere else. And my entire life has been a race to try to see how fast I could get to where I was going so that I could rush to the next thing. And, and in this exercise, I slowed down and I started enjoying the process. And I, I felt a sense of peace and calm and enjoyment from this that I'd never experienced before. It was the first time in 10 years that I actually enjoyed that process. And I know it seems very, very simple. And I, you, 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 might, you might not even connect with this story at all. But the point that I'm trying to make is impatience causes stress. Impatience causes unnecessary stress in the body. And in a lot of cases, you're impatient for no reason. We as human beings are impatient for no reason whatsoever. But that impatience will increase the amount of cortisol and adrenaline that's in your body. And when you drive these hormones in your body for sustained periods of time, over the course of your lifetime, you're going to eat yourself from the inside out. Take a look at your daily activity. Take a look at your work. Take a look at your workout. Take a look at maybe your meals. Are you always in a rush? Do you hurry through things? Do you set goals that could take years and you try to get them all done in six months and then beat the fuck out of yourself when not only do you, do you not get there, that you're, you're absolutely freaking like out of juice and out of energy and, and uninspired when you get there. Do you, do you live life so fast and so hot and so, and so just in, in such a place of hurry up and rush and faster that you're not enjoying the process of breathing and living. It's almost like the destination. When we get to the destination, we're going to be there. But I, I challenge you to take a look at when you write as you're arriving to a destination. And by destination, I mean goal. When you're arriving at a, a goal or a destination, right before you get there, you probably set a different target, move the target, move the goal. So that you never really arrive and you never really give yourself time to, to just relax, to enjoy life. There's always somewhere else to get to, always somewhere else to get to, always somewhere else to get to. And you just keep delaying your, your joy, your enjoyment, your satisfaction. You keep, you keep pushing out 
the target. You push out the goal. You push out the destination so that you never really arrive and you never really allow yourself to enjoy your life. And that's how I lived life for my first 43 years. And yesterday I saw that I'm, in some areas, I'm still doing that. My mastermind, there's, there's 49 total students in our mastermind. And we, we have like spousal units, spousal teams. So when, when, somebody, when, when somebody registers in our mastermind, their spouse, their committed partner comes, comes with them for free and no cost to be in the mastermind. So we probably have somewhere around 27 seats that are filled in our mastermind, but we have, we have close to 50 people. And the target, our goal is to, is to get to 100 seats filled. That's our target. And, and I wanted, when I, when I just let myself like go back to default, Mike, I want to be there yesterday. And in some cases, I, I'm a little hard on myself from time to time because, because I haven't arrived at the 100 seats yet. And whenever I start to like get a little, not hard, I, I shouldn't have said hard on myself. I, I, like, I get a little frustrated. How about that? Not hard on myself. I just get a little frustrated. And whenever I get a little frustrated and people sense it, they make sure, especially my students, they make sure that I know that the work we do together is awesome. The growth that we've experienced has been awesome. And the work that we do together, like the impact that we're having together and the lives that are changing, they're all awesome. And I'm just not taking time to enjoy it fully. And when they, when they remind me of how much we have grown and how much like the journey has been awesome from the impact that we're making. I've got to got to take a little breather. Got to take a little breath and say it's time to enjoy what I've already done and and stop delaying the joy of of this number. It might take me a year to get to 100. It might take us 5 years. And in fact, the timeline doesn't matter because my lack my my life lacks nothing right now. My life lacks nothing right now. I was on a I was on a, a call with one of my private clients today, and and we were talking about like, are you operating from a deficit, or are you just putting more on the pile? And we were talking about money. Some people they're operating from a deficit. They're in debt, and they're trying to get back to to ground like the, the normal ground. And the way I visualize this, they're. It's a hole. They're they're literally trying to make money to fill in the hole. But there's also people that I work with that are there's a mount, they have a mountain of cash and the money that they make and the cash that they make, they just throw it on the pile. Operating from a deficit is survival mode mode. Throwing onto the pile is is creation mode. But what happens is sometimes when when we're throwing onto the pile, we like we almost like put ourselves in in survival mode thinking that we've got to hurry up and get somewhere even though we're just we're we're in bonus we're just putting money on the pile of money we're not trying to we're not trying to just fill in the hole fill in a hole in our life and i don't have a hole in my life 
I don't have a lack in my life. I need nothing. So getting from 27 to 100, it's not going to get me anything that I, I don't already have. So if I'm not enjoying the journey of getting from 27 to 100, then I'm doing it all wrong. And there's no rush to close that gap. And if we try to rush, we're being impatient. And if we're being impatient, it increases the adrenaline, the cortisol in your body. And if you live in that state for a sustained period of time, you your body is, is basically eating itself from the inside out because your body can't handle being in that high state of, of stress for long periods of time, for long durations. Our body is only meant to be in a stressful situation for a very short burst and to return back to peace. We can create wealth, we can create success, we can impact this world, and we can do all of that without stress. And that's what I mean when I say success without the stress. If, you're, if your body is running hot, if you're running hot all the time, if you're trying to get somewhere fast, if you're always in fast mode, if you're always in faster, more, sooner, then like, dive deep and understand what stories you're telling yourself and what what try what what are you trying to solve by getting somewhere as fast as you possibly can that's robbing you of the joy of the present moment think about that for your life guys thanks for listening thanks for jamming if you're interested in in choose your destiny go to the website www.innerwealth.global.com and choose your destiny we've got the the event coming up November uh, 18th and 19th and January 27th, 28th. I would love to see you there. These things are awesome. They're life-changing. They are game-changing. They've reshaped the way I live and the way I, I navigate life, and they will for you too. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to learn more, go to www.innerwealthglobal.com for more tools and resources. 